Aloha and welcome to another episode of the English 2.0 podcast, the only podcast for ambitious English students who want to become fluent English speakers, global communicators, and real-world English 2.0 performers. My name is Al. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we're going to do episode number 41. Now, this is a core episode, so this is an episode where we're going to go more into kind of the overall goals and mindsets and everything that you need to become a very fluent English speaker and just achieve whatever English goals you have. Again, we're taking powerful success principles and adding them to our regular English studies or English learning practices. And when we combine these two things together, we have a super duper powered attack to achieve this goal and a go on this journey together. So thank you so much for watching and downloading this episode. Before we get started, please remember to check if you're subscribed or following the English 2.0 podcast. You may be watching on uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, or you may be listening on Spotify or Podcast Addict or CastBox, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for downloading. Please make sure you are subscribed so that you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about a very powerful concept, and that is the three most destructive things you are telling yourself and how to switch it or correct it. Okay, I'm not going to just give you the negative side without giving you the positive. Okay, so we got to do both sides, but you need to know first these three things that you know are running in your mind or you're telling yourself. Now, this in some cases, some people call negative self-talk, okay? and it affects all of us. So all of us have this in some area of our life, and this is you know caused by you know maybe the way we were raised or our early experiences in childhood. I mean, there's a lot of things that can add up, you know, and can can lead to this kind of thing. So, you know, when we become adults. You know, not many of us go back and take a look at this and try to correct these things. And some of us are not even aware of these things. Okay, So what I want to do today is help us at least be aware of it. If if it is, you know, these are things that you are telling yourself. And I, I kind of bet they are because these are based on a lot of things that I've heard from my students throughout the years. And, you know, even more recently through emails and messages I've been getting. Okay, So, again... Think and be honest, okay? If these are things that you are, you know, thinking about or you are telling yourself. And don't worry because, you know, I'm going to show you how to correct it and how to get on the more positive path, okay? Because, again, mindset is so important when we try to achieve our goals and, you know, achieve our dreams. And this is no exception, okay? So this is something we really, really need to get down, all right? So let's get to it. Let's get to number one. All right, so number one, the number one thing that you are telling yourself that is destructive is if I make a mistake, people will tease me. All right, well, yes, I know a lot of you are so afraid of making mistakes. Now, why is this? Okay, I'm, let's talk about a little bit about why, but I want to focus more on then how to correct it. Okay, so, you know, think back to our school days okay so think about taking an exam a test well when you get a question wrong you know wrong according to them and you know grammar mistake okay so you 
get marked off points, right? So your, your score goes down, in other words. Or maybe you're taking even a TOEIC test or IELTS test. Well, yeah, if you don't understand and you make a mistake with your grammar, then, yeah, they mark you down. Okay, so it's, you know, we're getting a negative impact from that mistake and we can feel it. And that that's normal for all of us. That's, that happens in most of our school days, you know, in most of our classes. That's how the system works and that's a system that most of us were raised in. There's nothing we can really do about that, okay? So, unfortunately, that's the case for most of us. Now, what can we do to eliminate that negative self-talk that, you know, if I make a mistake, people will tease me or something negative will happen or I'm afraid, you know, just to make mistakes. So one of the things that a lot of teachers say, and you've heard this, I'm sure a million times is don't be afraid of making mistakes, right? And I've said that to my students hundreds of times, you know, and it's not, you know, that's actually, and I admit, you know, that's kind of the old message in other words the english 1.0 message okay it's important but it's not current okay so what i want to do today is give you the english 2.0 message okay now the english 2.0 message is making mistakes is part of the learning process okay so not only don't be afraid of making mistakes but you must make mistakes okay you need to make mistakes okay? that is part of the learning process that is how we learn okay so you need to in order to level up it's just part of how we learn just think about you know when you're learning to ride a bicycle did you ride it perfectly the first time i doubt it i think you probably fell over many times until you were able to learn the right balance and you know ride the bicycle correctly and anytime you know i like to cook um so anytime i make a new dish can i cook it perfectly the first time no definitely not so it takes you know over and over and over you got to do it over and over until you get it okay so again english is the same way it's not going to be perfect every single time so you just have to be willing to face that be willing to make mistakes now here's the key is you don't want to be making the same mistake okay so that's a that's a problem if you're making the same mistake over and over. So you want to start to correct that. Now, if you're making new mistakes again and again, that's great because that means you are leveling up. Okay. But, you know, instead of thinking, if I make a mistake, people will tease me. Or if I make a mistake, uh, something bad will happen. Some disaster will happen. Like, a, you know, whatever is in your mind. Okay. Just, you know, start to think now. Change that to making mistakes is part of the learning process i need to make mistakes okay? and that's the mindset that i want you to have moving forward all right let's go to number two what is the number two most destructive thing that you are telling yourself well it is this sentence or this feeling okay there are no opportunities to speak english in my area how many of you have said that or thought that? Don't lie, okay? Be honest because this is the most common thing that I hear from my students. Okay? It doesn't matter if you're free from Japan, if you're from Europe, if you're wherever you're from, I hear this comment from everybody pretty much every day, okay? So this is something that a lot of people tell themselves and a lot of people have this idea, okay? That there's, it's just kind of a, it's, like set in your brain there's no opportunities okay? and so 
you know, it's really, really destructive. Now, what I would advise in this case is to go back and watch episode number 33 called The Green Pigeon. Okay, episode 33 of the English 2.0 podcast. It's called The Green Pigeon. And I'll talk about how one of my students, you know, learned how, well, he basically created his own opportunities to speak English. Okay, and it's a really, really great story. Or you can also watch uh, Student Success Stories 1 with Saki. Now, I'll just give you a little bit about her story. Now, Saki, uh, you know, grew up in Japan, obviously, in a, you know, not, it was, it's not a small town, but a, you know, a less major city. And she ended up, you know, having a ton of opportunities to speak English. And you can watch that episode to, to learn, or listen to that episode to learn more about her story. But one of the ways that she did did it was she basically used an application to live stream and to show her daily life okay show her you know daily hobbies share her culture share her neighborhood and she attracted a lot of people and gained a lot of followers through that and you know because of that she was able to interact with so many people of course online but in addition to that offline because people would start to come to japan to visit her Okay, so that's one example quickly of how, you know, I want you to switch this mindset of there are no opportunities to speak English to the mindset of how can I create opportunities to speak English? Okay, what am I not doing or what can I do more of to create these opportunities? Now, again, it's not going to change overnight. It's not an instantaneous change, but... Trust me, once you just switch, you know, turn that way of thinking a little bit, okay, and get rid of this negative self-talk and put in the positive, more encouraging, how can I, okay, empower yourself, okay, how can I create opportunities to speak English, things will start to change, okay, things will start to change and you're, the way you'll look at things will begin to change, okay, so that's really important, so change that thought of you know, there's no opportunities to how can I create opportunities? All right. And the third thing, number three, the most destructive thing that you're telling yourself is I must study grammar in order to become a fluent English speaker. All right. Well, let's take a look at that. Okay. So why do we think that again, that's going back also to the first one, which is, you know, again from our schools from our traditional uh, schooling days you know that's what we start learning right um and that's you know what they kind of feed you that's what they give you but why okay well in my opinion it's to train you to take exams and that's what you need as part of the system right it's again all of our systems are very similar in that way okay so they're training us to take exams and it could be for the class that we're in. It could be for college entrance exams. It could be TOEIC. It could be IELTS or whatever it is. Okay. But that's the reason why they teach you grammar. Now they're not, their goal is not to train you to communicate with real people. Okay. That's our goal. That's what we want. Okay. So that's one of the things that we need to start shifting now as we look at this third thing. Now, let me tell you a quick story. So of how I turned it. Uh, change it so when i was learning japanese so i was you know i studied all this grammar I, I, I learned pretty much you know very complex grammar i studied out through college 
And so one day I, when I was living in Yokohama, um, this is within my first year of living there. I wasn't, you know, really a good communicator at all at that time. And I went, I needed to buy a train ticket, a bullet train ticket um, from Yokohama to, I believe it was Osaka or Kyoto. So about a three hour trip, right? So a long trip. And I needed to buy tickets my first time trying to do that. So I, I brought a student of mine with me to help me just to make sure. But of course, I wanted to try myself to see, test my Japanese ability, right? So I walked up to the uh, station attendant to ask him uh, to buy a ticket. And it came to the point where I had to, I wanted to ask a question and I needed to use this, uh, basically I needed to conjugate a verb. Conjugate means, you know, to change the form depending on, uh, you know, the tense or the, the situation that you need it. And so I, I was like, I, I was in the middle of the sentence. My brain just froze, right? And it was like spinning. I mean, it, it was like trying to figure out, okay, how do I conjugate this? And it took me, you know, I just probably, I don't know, it took, seemed like a long time, but it was probably like a few seconds and it became very awkward. So my student jumped in and she finished what I was trying to say, you know, she completed the, uh, the sentence for the station attendant. He obviously understood what she was saying perfectly and sold us the tickets. We got the right tickets. And so it ended up nicely. Now, later on, I asked her, I said, can you tell me what you said? Because I didn't catch it at the time. And that's something I was trying to figure it out and I couldn't figure it out. So she told me and I wrote it down. And later at home, I went home and I was, you know, I was trying to analyze what she wrote and I was checking my textbooks, my grammar books, and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find the answer. <laughs> and so it, then it hit me, right? And what hit me was the idea that, you know, she's a native speaker. Obviously, the station attendant is a native speaker. He understood her perfectly. So do I really need to know why this it works or why this conjugates that way? Or can I just use it and just trust it? So I thought, yeah, I mean, what? I don't really need to know how it works. I just trust it, how it works, right? And then, you know, one day it may come to me, maybe not, but at least I know in this case that that's the natural phrase and that's the natural way to communicate. And that was what was important for me to become a fluent Japanese speaker. Okay, So the same is true for you. You don't need perfect grammar. You don't need complex grammar to become a fluent speaker. Okay, now, if it's your hobby, you know, if you have time to, to study that stuff, you can. Okay? But, you know, like turning on a light switch, you don't need to know how all the electric circuitry works to enjoy the, the benefits of light, electricity. Okay, it just works, right? So just trust, you know, trust your grammar that you already have, but build on it by observing and modeling native speakers. And I think you'll find that the results are going to be much better for you. Okay, so anyway... That's the, the third thing is to, you know, get rid of this negative talk of, you know, I must study grammar in order to become an fluent English speaker to, you know, there are other ways to become a fluent English speaker. I don't need to waste time learning any more grammar. Okay. So anyway, that is going to do it for this episode. I hope you uh, gained a lot and I hope you turn around that negative self-talk into positive self-talk. And yeah, I think you're going, you're going to be just fine and you're on the road to English fluency and success in all of your English 
goals. So thank you so much for watching. Also, please be sure to join me for a live web class that I'll be holding. And you want to go to EnglishFluencyPower.com slash live to check the next date and time. And again, it's live right there. I'm with you. And we're going to be going into topics like this, going in a little bit deeper into these kind of topics. Okay, So about English fluency, how to be more confident, how to create more opportunities. We'll talk about all of that stuff. Okay, So be sure to sign up for free. It's a free live web class, englishfluencypower.com slash live. And I hope to see you there. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode of the English 2.0 podcast. Thank you so much for joining, and I'll catch you next time. Remember to always level up your learning and level up your life.